Hello, and welcome back to the Ice Road Truckers' favorite podcast, Legends of Philadelphia. We're your hosts. I'm Johnny Zito, and this is my schoolyard chum and creative partner, Tony Tro. Uh, you might be wondering, uh, who are these Palooka Joes? Well, in addition to being born and raised in Philadelphia, Tony Trove and I have a little t-shirt business called South Fellini that focuses on Philly culture and in-jokes. Lots of times, customers will ask us, how many giraffes can fit in the Philadelphia Zoo Balloon? Uh, or they want to know what the weirdest thing carved into City Hall is. So we decided to start this podcast as an easy explainer for new Philadelphians and a refresher for the old heads. The city fascinates and excites us, and we're hoping to share that with you. You, you know the real question is, where's Brian Bierman? That's what, that's, and when, and when that's what everyone wants not to know. On, on, we're not recording with him. He should be asking where he is. <laughs> he should get more lines. He should get more, more attention. Uh, anybody who pays attention to the show weekly will notice that Brian Bierman is not here this week. We're very sad. You know, we took off last week, too, and no one, no one asked how we were. Everybody was like, <laughs> Bierman okay? Like, yes, he's fine. Is Bierman on vacation? Yes. Yes, he's on vacation. He's just, it, it's obvious that he, rec- he carries so much of the podcast on his back that he needed to, he needed two weeks break. <laughs> he needed two weeks off, whereas Trove and I only needed one week off. He, he he would like that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Well, then let's so, uh, finally we can talk about things that that a beermanless episode we can can stand. You know, we can talk about yeah. We can talk about something cool for once. Yeah, we can but. finally talk about us, baby. <laughs> us. So we're gonna do things a little bit different, I guess, this week, and we're not gonna. It's it's a not so much, not not. Uh, it's it's not gonna be the regular format. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the history of South Fellini, a legend unto itself, and uh, how Trove and I kind of got into printing T-shirts and and our history with the medium. And uh, I so guess it's not about South Fellini. It's about uh, it's about T-shirts. It's about T-shirts. It's always about the t-shirts. t-shirts. That's why South Fellini <laughs> does good. It's about the t-shirts. It's not about South Fellini. It's one of our many mottos. Who is Sal Fellini? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dealing with L&I with a, with a made-up business name like South Fellini, you definitely get confused for regular names over the phone. Yeah. All business names are, are, are made up. We might as well just get Sal Fellini his own, uh, his own uh, social security number. It'll, it would make things <laughs> every easier. It would make everything easier. PO box. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess uh, I don't know if you want to start off, Trove, but I mean, I, I, t-shirts have been very important to me my whole life. I've I've worn them since I was a child. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, I wanted to make a t-shirt since I knew that uh, you could you could print out a t uh, you could use your home computer to print. Uh, like iron-ons yeah and uh as like a kid i remember i i don't just you didn't have access like if you wanted like a t-shirt of something you liked you had to make it right there's there's a limited amount of things i've really wanted a married with children t-shirt so i wanted to make it on (laughs) a paintbrush and was going to print it out and i i never did it um but i remember being as like a little kid that was something i really wanted to do uh, when, when I was a little, little kid, when I was like a, a child, my brother and I, my mom would give us white t-shirts and fabric markers and we would just doodle all over these, uh, white t-shirts. And then like, I was I'm so I'm stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My brother would always write that. Yeah. He would make that one. <laughs> 
but we were so proud of these. We would wear them. We would wear these shirts out. And my mom was nice enough not to, uh, not to be like, you look ridiculous. Take that off. She was very encouraging. And so like from an early age, we like made these like, uh, I remember, I remember making like patterns on them, not even knowing what to draw, but just like drawing patterns on them, like things that repeated over and over and over again. Star Trek uniform type things. Honestly, yeah. I guess we did like kind of like play superhero and Star Trek and Ghostbuster in these these outfits we made in these clothes we drew on. Uh, it's whoop, a whoop, whoop. sorry, that's the nerd <laughs> alert going off. Whoop, 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 whoop. And I never really grew out of uh, uh, getting ink gotcha. on my clothes either. I uh, I definitely have ruined uh, plenty of shirts and and pants in this pursuit since then. That's why you can't have anything nice as. <laughs> As we would say, can't have anything nice. Can't have anything nice. <laughs> um, I, we tried to we tried to um, team up on a T-shirt in in high school. I had a band, I had a <laughs> Beatles Beatles band called I'd Buried Paul that uh, Zito drew a like a like a parody Beatles image for the band and. Uh, I remember we tried to have we're like all right we have a, we have a band we're gonna have a T-shirt and I tried to get them printed and it was like. I think Zito might have used like a hundred colors. Oh, easily. <laughs> yeah. And I remember uh, they explained that it's not how you make a, a, a silk screen. And I just didn't get it, but I just knew that the next time I tried to do this, we were trying to use less colors. One color. Uh, yeah. I, you know, you had shirts with a lot of colors. It was hard to understand. Like, why can't I print something with like 35 colors or something? You know? Yes. You talked about this before, but when I, when we first met on the day we met, I, uh, I worked at a comic shop and we had uh, all kinds of cool comic t-shirts. And, uh, I had this Wolverine shirt that was printed on the front and the back. It was like the front of Wolverine coming at you on the front and the back of Wolverine running away from you on the back or something like running that. Running away. And, and, and I a just, huge print. Huge. It was, it was, it was from the collar to the, to the cuffs, man. It was all over the shirt. <laughs> I uh, and I loved this shirt, and I remember like uh, you also had um, a, a bunch of like uh, Beatles shirts, but they weren't like any kind of Beatles art that I'd ever seen before. It was like in the style of uh, that artist, that shag artist. Um, oh no, that maybe that was a different shirt. Am I comboing two shirts? I don't know. I had a lot of, I had a lot of funny shirts featuring the the rock and roll group, the Beatles. <laughs> uh, I like I had old classic rock T-shirts in high school. That's probably you remember. I yeah, had like I a guess Doors one like, that was like all different colors. They like it was like one screen that they just did like like five different colors on it, and, and they smeared it down and had a, like a like a gradient. Yes, um, I remember that. I one know, too. Yeah. <laughs> I never realized like how much we did love T-shirts. We really you loved know, I mean? like, shirts. We've been collecting. Oh, the printing techniques. Yeah, absolutely. The different printing techniques you encounter over the years. And like you said, I didn't understand them then, but like just being so impressed and uh, and being like, I want to make a shirt like that. I want something that, that looks like that. Yeah, definitely, and I, I, uh, and I remember coming to like hitting like a wall of being like, all right, well, there's not enough shirts of things that I want there to be shirts of. Let's make our own shirts. Yeah, I think the first time, I think the first time that I like actually got to make a shirt that other people wore was in high school. There was a students against drunk driving T-shirt competition. They like we needed an official T-shirt for the club or something, and I drew a logo of a skull inside a seatbelt, and it it won. It, I mean, of course, a bunch of ninth that's, graders voted for it. That's a good it. logo. That's <laughs> a good logo. Skulls. Skulls. You didn't tell me the old boys Catholic high school. 
Voted for the skulls. <laughs> <laughs> you could have any snakes on there either. <laughs> if I could have squeezed one on, I would have. If it wasn't, yeah. Right, sure. It was a Catholic high school, you're right, so they could only push the Jesuits, it The so Jesuits, they have an eye for snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Snakes. snakes. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta really draw off the. Ass. I know. I know they. You know how to say it. You know how to say it. Uh, but skulls. <laughs> yeah, skulls. Classic T-shirt. Uh, um, icon. Iconography. And uh, and I got this like taste of uh, everybody wearing this shirt because they gave one away free to everybody who volunteered for this like I don't know what it was a raffle or something. And that's what I, why everybody had to wear these shirts. But uh, there's like a there's like a really there's like a high off of that. Then it's like everybody's wearing this shirt I made, and they are all kind of like mm-hmm. wearing a uniform mm-hmm. in a, in a way. It was like it, it was, it was and, and it was also eye opening like how they got them made as well. And then there was a peek behind the curtain of how that stuff actually gets done too. Like I said, I was like in like ninth grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, yeah. I, yeah and then I guess grade, the first grade. silk screen I had made was the. <laughs> Uh, I was in another band. The first Fat City uh, T-shirt was we like we went to a, I think I think Frank the singer's cousin was like a screen printer had like South Street embroidery, and he was like just make a one color shirt and uh, white is <laughs> white shirt blank ink is the cheapest so yeah um, Zito drew a skyline uh, like a one line skyline and I added <laughs> like like audio waves. Like, uh, you know, like, like heartbeats, the sound of the city. Yeah. 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 Heartbeat. And, uh, we printed like a ton of them and just like the cheapest white shirt you got. Do you, Uh, did it said fat city? And that was like, we had the first shirt we ever like teamed up on. And it's funny because it's even like, here's something old timey Philly that's new. Yeah. (laughs) On a t-shirt. I still see, I still, sometimes I still see that logo. It gets, it's, it's been remade and reused by other people, whether they made their own or whatever, but it's like, it's it's like a shirt meme, you know, it's like a type of shirt. It's like a, (laughs) yeah, taking the skyline and doing something with it. Did, I'm pretty sure we use the, we use the, the band's name on the shirt too, right? It said, it said Fat City on it. Do you remember the name of the font? I know the font, I can't remember the name of it, but I remember that like, um, a hairdresser on Passion Avenue made, they opened and used like the same font for their sign. And I was like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Bad news like, guys. We got to throw out all these t-shirts. <laughs> but they had like a new, they had, we all got the same free font. I can't remember what it was called. The, um, the, the hairdressers was like Mia's or something like that. Ma, Ma, Maya, Mia, something oh, like then, that. <laughs> don't say it. Cause then that would sound like we were like, Calling out their aesthetic, but oh no, we no. were on the same. I we're was like thinking page. I had a better. We're... I was just was like, man, I thought this was like a <laughs> totally unique font. Uh, little did I know. Um, <laughs> and then we, and then the band got um uh, li- listener Al Bruno to do a logo, and he combined two fonts and used a uh, <laughs> the like the worn out technique, like the um like like the faded yeah, like making it distressed. On, and that was the first time I ever saw anybody do that, you know? Um, yeah, something that wasn't naturally distressed. Yeah. And uh, he made that logo, and then, and there are probably thousands of stickers around the city <laughs> of that logo and, and T-shirts. And I think South Street Embroidery made those as well. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, man, those shirts. I, uh, I I remember when you guys had that band and uh, folding up those shirts. Uh, that was a huge. That was also. Um, I guess I never really thought about it till just now, but that's like a big experience with dealing with inventory. Like how many, how many fat city shirts yeah, are sure. getting printed and then have to get counted and then have to get wrapped up and then sold and then moving them from show to show. Like even just learning all of that, man, just like having to, how do you, all right, you printed a bunch of t-shirts. How do you move them? How do you physically move them? How do you sell them? Yeah. It was like part of the band's like gear and you know, you're selling more shirts than like you're making from the actual club. So it's, like Super mattered, important, you know? yeah, yeah. It was really important, yeah. Um, it was like the other finances that the band made. Um, I don't know. It's funny. It's funny. Like, all these things are kind of like loosely connected. Like, make some media. <laughs> Here's a shirt that kind of goes with it, and it's um, it's Philadelphia themed. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I mean I, we can cut this if you don't want to talk about it. But the the speaking no. of Philadelphia themed, the t- the band is called Fat City because at the time Philadelphia was the fattest city in America. It had, like, <laughs> it had won some kind of award, right? Or a magazine had called us out something early two thousands about how fat the city was. There was a <laughs> there was a lot of attention back then for that, right? Yeah, I'm almost positive. I'm almost I'm I'm almost positive that was the connection. Um, stuck with me anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I it, yeah, <laughs> I was in at the Bellevue a lot that year. For those years. <laughs> yeah, I definitely remember. I definitely remember this. <laughs> you know what? I still go. The guy at the, the one place knows me still. <laughs> <laughs> He's always got a little uh, general chow's like, so like, like, like brewing for you. Always, he's always keeping it warm for you. It was you. like 20 years ago, and I, I went so much. Oh I probably God. chatted everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Here's a shirt. Here's a shirt, dude. <laughs> we uh, we made shirts then even for um, our, uh, I guess, I would say like our first <laughs> official collaboration in, in college. Uh, we made it the movie, the uh, the short film. Well, I, before we get to that, I want to I want to do um, the iron on stuff first, real quick. Oh, sure, sure. Because um, sorry. And then one year you gave one year for Christmas around the year two thousand, you gave everyone in our group of friends uh, T-shirts with your with your face on them on made in with iron on my fat face on it and. <laughs> <laughs> You had different facial expressions representing, uh, representing uh, what each friend made you feel, and it. No, and it wasn't like that. It wasn't like it made me feel, but maybe there never <laughs> were different feelings. Whoever got whatever they got, yeah, there was felt nothing, that way. <laughs> You're like these are totally random. It has nothing to do with you. Here's a picture of me feeling anxiety. What did I give you? I think you gave me hilarious. I think mine is there laughing. I still have it. It's buried in the basement somewhere. Maybe I just want to remember it that that's the way I made you feel. Like, <laughs> everyone... I know I gave Nick an irate one. Yeah, see, this works. I feel yeah, like, maybe, yeah, you gave our maybe, other buddy maybe Nick it an was irate subconscious. one. See, I, I remember that there was like a, a Far Side cartoon. It was like the um, it was like all the, the faces of a of a golden retriever or like a Labrador. All the same face. <laughs> <laughs> like the feelings of a, of this dog. <laughs> Uh, I, a funny t-shirt series, yeah. 
That was an awesome t-shirt series. The same year, the same exact year, our other buddy, PJ, who you didn't know was going to do this, he did the same thing. He gave us uh, pink shirts with uh, with baby photos of him ironed on. Now, baby photos is maybe oh, a little mine. too young. They were like toddler age. He was definitely doing like... Mine, mine was him in Little League, and I loved it. <laughs> my, mine was him at, at, uh, at the public pool with a, a snorkel and goggles on. And I, they, there, iron-ons must have been cheap that year, or there must have been like a breakthrough in iron-ons. <laughs> we were all making iron-on t-shirts. Yeah, everyone got a laser printer for Christmas the year before, and so everyone's yeah, Christmas <laughs> presents the next year was a t-shirt. You could just print these? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And I think PJ's said, PJ's might have said PJ likes you on them. They, they might have, they might have sure, been. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So I was really, I was really inspired actually when you guys made that. I like, I was like, oh, that's so cool. You guys were doing this stuff with iron-ons. I started to make uh, shirts uh, of Adult Swim cartoons using iron-ons. I bought the glossiest iron-on uh, uh, paper that I could get, and I started. Dude, I you was, can't be admitting this. You know, Paul I, Tompkins listens to this shit. Sorry, everyone <laughs> at uh, at Space Ghost and Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Uh, I'm sorry. But uh, there was a time when you guys didn't have merch, and uh, someone had to fill that void. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, I need a master cup shirt. <laughs> master shake. Shake, master I shake. Who's your favorite? Frylock. I got one of those back here too. Fry- <laughs> master. I need a master shake shirt pronto. <laughs> I, I was really, I was also inspired by the the serial killer shirts that were coming out at the time. We were buying those from. Um, uh, from that rock store on South Street, yeah, rock and roll, and they were they were shirts that were like either a, a square or a rectangle, um, and it was like a screen grab from a movie, like Blues Brothers or Reservoir Dogs, and and that was it. It was very limited printing, and like I said before, this Trove and I were like really into all over printing. Put it on the front, put it on the back, but like this idea of like here's something cool that I could accomplish. I could I could put a little rectangle with Frylock and Meatwad and Master Shake on the front of an orange ringer that you know tonally matched. And then if I made it super glossy, it would kind of look 70s. And like this was like something that that was like inspiring because it was achievable. And uh, I started wearing those around, and I like I would I would sell them at school. People would be like, "Where'd you get that?" And I'd be like, "Oh, I know a guy," because like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to admit that I was You're like six nine. <laughs> I was definitely 420, that's for sure. You were <laughs> Wearing your own merch, selling it. it yeah, sense. yeah. And I was pretending it wasn't my merch. I was definitely coming oh, to this? class acting like I knew the dude. Yeah, I know a guy. I'll get, I'll get you one. <laughs> I can hook Fell you up. It's my, it's my cousin. My cousin's cousin. <laughs> oh, man. And then... Um, Duping them temple students. Yeah. Well, everyone loved everyone loved Meatwad. What are you gonna do? Do you see a hit, you it's go true. with it. You follow. See you, a hit, you take it. Yeah, you follow what the people want. <laughs> Just hanging outside the uh, the theater building, wearing Adult Swim uh, paraphernalia, apparel. And like I said, you just couldn't get it anywhere else. And I guess that's uh, that was also very attractive and very like and like. Oh man, I love this. I love this. And uh, and making T-shirts and stuff. And then for our. So when when Trove and I did our our we were film students, uh, broadcast students when we went to Temple. So for our final project uh, in our senior year, we made a, a a film, a short film, 
got to you know shoot it on film and do it like old school. And Trova's actually in it, and it's a it's about uh, these uh, superheroes getting a, a superhero and a sidekick getting a, a separation, a divorce, or whatever. It's supposed to be funny. I don't know if it was, but but <laughs> but because it was, but a we super- made a lot of t-shirts of it. <laughs> yeah, because it was a superhero and he had a logo on his shirt, and we were like, we can print these shirts and make our money back on what ha- on what we're spending, the credit card we're blowing to make this movie to process this film, to rent these cameras. And uh, so I think, if I remember correctly, we went to Al's Rainbow on Passionate Avenue, and he, like, explained everything to us. He, like, he showed us the wholesale book. Al Rainbow was, like, a a sports, um, like a Models, but it was, like, a, a, a local version of it. Um, was it like one, maybe one in the Northeast too? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Al Rainbow, <laughs> they had sport, sporting stuff, but not like, not like apparel, but like uniforms and hockey sticks and bat mat and stuff, I guess. Yeah. And he would print like little league uniforms for people. Like you would order the uniforms for him through him and he would send it to a printer to get it printed up for you. And it was like the only screen printer around that like we had access to. And he was like super duper patient with us. Like I said, we're like college kids at this point and doing iron ons and shit still. And he like explained the whole thing to us. Like, here's where you order wholesale shirts from. And he like had the the book out where he gets like the uniforms and the t-shirts and stuff. And he like, he showed us what a screen looks like and like how it works and how the colors work and all this. And it was like, super informative and i don't know it's the very beginning of the internet so it was like hard to understand when you look this stuff up on the internet it was kind of like hard to understand without pictures and uh but this guy just like laid it all out and he like started a, a or helped launch a lifelong fascination with it as well al rainbow um yeah, i guess just to throw it back in for a second we all had the same we had a bunch of the same a group of our friends all had the same shirts a lot of times yeah from like if we're making the shirt now all of our friends have the major liberty shirt or fat city shirt but we also had the um philadelphia music company which was a local like music like, instruments chain and uh there was one across the street from the melrose and uh we all had like their logo t-shirt and their logo was like uh like a like the Zilligen logo, but it said Philadelphia Music Company, whereas like instead a, yeah, of like the a parody logo, or a combo, so it was like a p- local parody of like a major brand, and uh, and all of our friends had the exact same shirt, and uh, in a weird way, <laughs> it's like, and it carries on to this day, yeah, uh, with what we do now, yeah, absolutely. Well, we yeah. were in high school, we all had that same black T-shirt, yeah, property I, of Philadelphia Music Company. <laughs> I still have mine. I, I retired it. It's like it's in plastic in the in a, in a tub in a, yeah, in a fireproof <laughs> safe, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I forgot all about that, but you're right. It is. Uh, it's one of the. It's one of the first combo um, logo bootleg parody logo things. mash logo. Yeah, logo mashups that I'd ever seen, and uh, I remember like just thinking like, how did you? They guys closed, do and this? they were like, you guys want all these T-shirts? And we were like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to Melrose for some mashed potatoes. I'll take uh, 20 T-shirts on the, on the way out. Yeah, so uh, I guess uh, blah, 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 Al's Rainbow, Philadelphia Music Company t-shirt, Major Liberty. We got out of school, and uh, we figured we would sell the shirts up front instead of on the back end. <laughs> we'd make the shirts first and then make a movie. Uh, we were going to try and make another short film. and uh, That's right. That's right. 
Those were verdicts. These are so that's right. So we yeah we made it, we made a MySpace page called South Fellini, and uh, Zito drew a T-shirt that was like a what was it? It was a parody of like a New York skyline, and you drew it as the Philadelphia skyline. And it's funny because like the buildings in it are like not the tallest buildings now. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many more buildings around. It's more like in the style of like Ron Hextall's <laughs> helmet. It feels skyline. like such an old, yeah. It feels like such an old <laughs> Philadelphia because this this the Comcast Tower went up the next year. It like and it totally dwarfs all those other tall buildings in the drawing. And the drawing is inspired. It's like supposed to be like I think it's supposed to be like the the animation style and the triplets of Belleville, which was like we had like a, we had just moved out of our parents' house. We were like. Uh, we didn't have cable. We watched the same movies on DVD over and over again at the house. What, a, it, what like like the guy who does the sand art on the floor? Come on, a classic, a classic, a classic, a classic. Seasons one and three of Lost. <laughs> the infomercial for... monogamy isn't natural. <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> Watch that all the time. Yeah, so a lot of public broadcasting and a lot of DVDs. This is and a lot of old DVDs. That's what we had on hand back then, and what we watched a lot of. And so we made these shirts, and uh, and we uh, we tried to sell them in anticipation of raising money f- to make a movie, to make another like short film or whatever. And uh, it, it didn't be about. <laughs> Go ahead, about tell to... tell everybody what it was going to be about. It would be about stealing Abe Lincoln's body. It was two, two, <laughs> two pretzel-making brothers. Two pretzel-making brothers who steal Abe Lincoln's body. I'm with sorry. their not-making skills. <laughs> They're the only two who can do it because of the— And I guess this was a period piece as well. You had to—look, at the time, it made a lot of sense. It, it, didn't, it didn't, didn't flesh out. It didn't flesh out. <laughs> it didn't work out for us. But we, um, we, made, we made a lot of T-shirts. We made, but, it didn't, yeah, it kick-started this, this T-shirt thing, and— uh, making T-shirts for ourselves and selling them, and uh, making T-shirts for uh, other people who would buy them from us. The, the designs. I did a bunch of like online contests around this period. I did one for CBS when uh, when the new Star Trek movie was coming out. They were they were like, "Hey, design a Star Trek." It's like shirt. the blood sport of T-shirts. When yeah, you're like, you're like, I'm gonna be a contender. Yeah, <laughs> this is. It tough was work. like the internet was like a wild west with t-shirts back then. It would just be like t-shirt competition now. Yeah, and uh, it could happen at the drop of a hat. Ring. Enter the ring. Yeah, even all the others. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was it was actually it was like that because um, there were also things like uh, shirt woot that was like a weekly competition or a monthly competition. They were releasing a new shirt every week and. We were constantly submitting to that thing. Uh, we we I won the the Star Trek thing. We finally got in at shirt woot, and then we were like, "You got a sh- what was the shirt? What was the shirt woot design?" Like, I remember I came up like up with one. You came up with like ten. I oh. I definitely threw said- a lot of spaghetti at the wall with that one. <laughs> what was what was the one that made it, that they were like yes? They took a it was a it was like a bunch of tattoos made out of candy. So it was like. I guess like like chest pieces. There was like a T-shirt out at the time that was like a bunch of funny tattoos and like like the sparrows. And instead of saying Thug Life, it said something funny or whatever. And so I did a yeah. candy version of that. So the the sparrows were, uh, were peeps, and then the the, the, the skull the, the, the skull <laughs> is a is a 
cupcake that's actually a sugar skull. It was like too many jokes. It was the candy canes were anchors. It was like so many jokes on this shirt, and they were like, okay, yeah, that can that can be a shirt woot one week, and they like they put it out one week, and it was like they pay you for it, and then they pay you royalties like two bucks on every shirt sold. So it was like it was definitely a fair deal. <laughs> you were like just in that game. I remember I had one idea, and it was a it was <laughs> a penny. But instead of being Abe Lincoln, it was a reptilian. <laughs> it said, <laughs> "This was all during your Abe Lincoln phase." That's this is all. Now that you're saying it all at once, I definitely recognize. I never really said it out loud time. like this before, but well, it wasn't popular. None of this stuff was popular. No one likes my ideas. <laughs> this this always with the really Abe Lincoln. Always, always with the Abe Lincoln. Enough with the Lincoln. <laughs> I never thought about it. I don't. I never thought about it either, John. I guess I never <laughs> sat down. You're gonna do real soul searching after this one. <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> like talking with your wife, like Joanna. Do I talk about Abraham Lincoln too much? <laughs> She's like, why do you have you have that beard, Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> Can we throw out some of these top hats, please? So, they're stovetops, or, or where do they go? <laughs> They're stovepipe hats. <laughs> um. So yeah, I was not. I I did not have what it takes to hit in the shirt in the indie T-shirt designer world, mid late two thousands uh, world. I still follow uh, some we of our peers. Our, we were doing our comic book stuff back then, and we weren't allowed to print. We we entered a lot of contests back then, and we, John and I, had our we had, we got to produce our our comic books for DC Online, and they just really gave us let us have all kinds of artistic freedom. We could add Lincoln if you wanted anything, um, but the only deal was that we weren't allowed to produce our own T-shirts of the thing we we were making for them. Um, it's got work for higher creative work for higher things go. So. It was yeah, they own the like, IP. We would go for to these like conventions. We go to Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, but so you go to Comic Con and it's like there's no comic books at Comic Con. It's like Merch Con, and everyone's yeah. like making a ton of money selling comic, selling merchandise and T-shirts. Um, and uh, we were just <laughs> broke writers, <laughs> not selling any merch. Um, you definitely could see the power of uh, media into merchandise. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, that was something that was like a weird thing. And we were at the same time sell, desi started designing T-shirts for cheesesteak tees. Uh, that was like the local version of, I guess, like even what you're doing for shirt woot. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I, I remember one time we went up to one of these comic conventions and, um, you know, at these comic conventions, you're always trying to sit next to an editor or somebody who can get you a job in the future. And they put us way down the table with somebody who was uh, in sales and, uh, they he you know just pretty much laid it bare for us you know Batman comics don't make money Batman t-shirts make money and uh, and we recognized you know we had this we great looked, we logo looked down on our own t-shirts and we were like <laughs> I was covered head to toe in Batman gear Joker gear <laughs> Joker gear right of course it's Joker gear <laughs> purple's totally your color purple and green suit and I was like you know what I think you're onto something 
and we we I mean we recognized we didn't own we didn't even own the thing that we made for DC Comics. So we were like, well, we don't own any of this. We can't make T-shirts of any of this. But what do what do we have access to that is popular that people do like? And uh, and and the Phillies were on fire at the time, and uh, so we came back to Philly after uh, the DC Comics dinner, and we're like. Uh, we got to start making these uh, these sports T-shirts. We got to get in on this action. And Trove made uh, touched base with the guys at Cheesesteak Tees and was like, "Hey, if we hit you with some ideas, would you be into taking them from us?" I so I yeah. There was there was an artist in town, Christian Catalello. Um He was doing like a Flyers Phillies mashup, and I was like, "I want to do a mashup." <laughs> I like went to him. And I did a fighting Irish flyer. And uh, he, I was like, how do I do this? He was like, just make it. And I was, I was like, ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I couldn't figure out how you just make these things. I thought someone had to print them. Uh, and um, I went over to, I went over, we used to, and we used to buy things from Cheesesteak Tees when it was Agent Aloha and yeah. what was the other name? Uh, a- Agent or Agent Orange. Um, there was all this Philly stuff. And I, went to them with that logo and they said, Oh, we'll print them. Uh, and they gave me like, what, like a dollar a shirt. Uh, and then it was, I came back. I was like, Zito, look, I'm making a dollar a shirt. And you're like, what? And he went back with like 10. Uh, <laughs> and I think they took <laughs> like all of them. And then I think we like overwhelmed everybody in that place with just like ideas. And we were like, and this, and this, and this, and this. And we were like, always trying to be like these horror comic book writers. But we always just kept coming up with these like Philly identity t-shirts <laughs> and i always say we've sworn them off thousands of times and then like all right here's 20 more here's one more here's one more here's one more I can't take it okay I, 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 I quit. i'm done this is the last one this is I'm the last back. one it's like when i eat pizza i'm like all right this is the last slice <laughs> after this one <laughs> yeah and uh the phils then ended up winning the world series and so uh cheesesteak teas was selling tons of t-shirts so they needed more content so we just kept making them and then at a certain point it overtook our other gigs other our other side jobs and uh we just started making t-shirts more I, and more. I i did angry birds as the eagles and it was like <laughs> they they like went crazy over them and then the nfl and the crazy and angry birds like did have a contract together um i remember that was like a big like underground <laughs> hit over at cheesesteak tees yeah and then they send a cease and desist and it's like it's like frame that shit that looks like <laughs> <laughs> i mean it just got swallowed up into like the when it actually made the real contract you know yeah yeah um how did but then after that we uh i think you know as, it was, as the teams got worse uh uh, the, um, the, the there was cheesesteak teas started falling apart, and we started making just like Philly cultural things as opposed to Philadelphia sports things. Um, and I guess that was like the line that was drawn, or I guess all the people who were doing it back in two thousand eight who aren't doing it now. Uh, you know, you don't rely, you, you can't rely on the teams. Because you, <laughs> don't bet on the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a safe bet. It's a safe bet to not bet on the Eagles. Don't bet on the Flyers. <laughs> well, I guess the Phils had a good number of years, and that's kind of even like what sustained us for a while. The 2008, they won. 2009, they went back to the World Series. 2010, they still uh, had a great year. And 2011, there was all yeah. this hype because the four aces, the four aces. 
So like yeah, and we were like making our horror movies, and we're yeah. like, yes, everyone enjoy the four aces. We are going to focus on the devil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I regret nothing. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun. Same. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the city was riding high with that stuff. We were getting to do what we wanted to do. Uh, we were making tons of great art uh, or tons of fun art. I don't know. You can't call it great. <laughs> But it was a lot of fun to do. A lot of people say not art. Not art. <laughs> I can't argue not with them either. Say, I gotta, not, yeah, not it's, a, it's subjective. Even if they don't know what it is, they know what they don't like. <laughs> they know what they don't like. <laughs> I don't know what I want, but I know what I don't like, and it's this. It's definitely this. It's definitely it's what definitely you guys this. are making. Um, so yeah, so after we got out of after the sports stuff kind of went away, Trove and I we we were still uh, roommates, and uh, we decided to challenge ourselves one month. We were like, we're gonna make have a T-shirt a day. We were running our own website. You, you by say this it so point. pleasantly. I I had one of those gloves, and I slapped Zito in the face with it. Like it was it, it was a silk glove though, so I, I remember it. I remember it as being very gentlemanly. It was a duel. <laughs> so Trove challenged uh, me to uh, make a T-shirt every other day, and he was going to make a T-shirt every other day. And then the idea would be at the end of this, uh, we'd have enough uh, content, new content, to launch a website, a, a South Fellini's own T-shirt site. Because up until this point, South Fellini was just pushing these comics, comics, comics. But uh, the, the, the Philadelphia stuff was taking over more of our time and more of our interest. And so we challenged ourselves to like do this like T-shirt derby, this like – coming up with new logos uh, every day, new T-shirt designs every day. And I, I think we did it in May. And um, a lot of the stuff we came up with that month uh, is still around today. It's Specific- around to this day. Specifically the Wawa, John. It was the first one we released that month. It was the very first one we put out. And uh, uh, it got it got shared uh, by somebody on the radio. Who was, I don't remember now. I was going to uh, – maybe we should cut this. It got High shared lit. on – it got shared by High Lit on Twitter, and uh, by by Bob Pantano on Twitter. <clears throat> um, but somebody shared it, and it got a lot of attention. And we sold a bunch of them, and we were like, "Whoa, this is a great yeah. way to start off a T-shirt derby." And then we released one of these uh, a day, yeah. and we got the. Inspiration. I did the King of Jeans one then, and it uh, yeah, it was popular in the moment. But uh, as the sign fell, <laughs> the longer the King of Jeans is gone, the less people remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But we did. We challenged each other for those for a while, and then that was the website for a while. Yeah. Uh, and it was just like kind of print on demand. If you wanted it, we would send it to you. Um, and then I guess we wrote that for a little bit, and then uh, I guess uh, well, you started that led to you started selling pop ups. Yeah, you started selling the pins on uh, the the square with the on Patrick Avenue. What is that? Um, Moore Mifflin. Yeah, I uh, I guess it was a couple years after that I started I bought an embroidery machine and I bought a, a hundred John pins and I started making patches and started uh, and I had all these pins and I uh, I went to a Facebook group South Silly and I told everybody you could meet me between three and five on Pashunk and what more and uh, you could buy a pin and the the password was tell me you're silly and I would like palm them. In my hand, in right, my right, like, is it like a drug like, deal. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is this dude making it shady? Why does this guy do that? 
Like, and, no, 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 no. Uh, that's why I go to him. He's got like a whole thing. That's why I go to him. He's got a whole thing. <laughs> he has an embroidery machine. <laughs> he's, I like he's how really weird into, he makes really it feel. Yes, he's really into thread. <laughs> and then I guess that, so then that turned into us buying or buying on credit the, uh, <laughs> the direct-to-garment printer. And then we searched for a while finding a home for it. And that ended up being 1507, yeah. where we were printing out of for a long time. Well, uh, a direct-to-garment printer is like, it's like a giant like paper printer, like a regular printer. But instead of paper, you put in a T-shirt. Um, and we did that out of the location for the longest time. And uh, obviously, it's turned into a bunch of different things over the years. Um, but that's that was our next step in the T-shirt world. Yeah, we bought the the direct to garment printer because we thought this space was going to be like a studio and we were going to make all everything there and we were going to like I don't know, we were just thinking of it like uh the the way you think of it when you do everything yourself to begin with. And but this going to want to come in here. <laughs> yeah. But then people started to show up and people from the neighborhood were really supportive and uh the it has a big window up front and we had fun putting new stuff out in, in the the window every week. And bringing new people in, so uh, we kept at it. That printer was very uncooperative and uh, couldn't really keep up with the demand. It, it broke down a lot. We were constantly repairing it. I like still have nightmares. I wake up, I can hear the the sound of it jamming. Ding. Like, yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I remember we printed the first one, and I made a video. I was like, "All right, one, one." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it could only even if it was going all day, you could only print seventy five shirts on it, and uh, so it had an upward limit. And uh, our space was limited, and it's very loud. And so, just anybody trying to get into it, take those things into consideration. It was it was fun, and I, I look back on on all of that with a a lot of uh, uh, you know, uh, with a lot of anxiety. Anxiety, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and uh, we we were uh, making our own stuff. And as soon as we were printing it, it was flying out the door, and that's like very very satisfying. And uh, and everyone was just like really nice and really great to us. And uh, it was like a, ha- a a happy ending, a culmination to this like T-shirt journey that I guess Trove and I have been on for the better part of twenty years, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Since like ninety six or sooner, honestly. I guess longer than twenty. Sure. Yeah. So, um, Ooh, man, <laughs> yeah, and then the the printer we ended up donating the printer to an after school program. Uh, when we outgrew it and uh, went back to screen printing, uh, we uh, donated the printer to Mural Arts Philadelphia, and uh, a bunch of kids learned uh, how to direct garment uh, print their t shirts and their t shirt ideas. And uh, that's like also super satisfying and, and, and really awesome that like a, another generation of uh, t-shirt makers and designers is going to be coming up and doing stuff in Philly like that. Nothing more fun than making t-shirts. <laughs> Again, it's true, man. I mean, uh, this month we drove, uh, banged out three new ones that we're going to be releasing. And at the beginning of the summer, I banged out three new ones that we released over the summer. And then it was even just oh, yeah. fun to switch up the colors on stuff that we printed We this mm-hmm. summer. We did those different tank tops. All of it is so much fun. We really enjoy it. We really appreciate everybody paying attention and, and following along. Uh, it's just a lot of fun for us. Yeah. And I guess uh, the, the week this – so if this is coming out on Monday, Friday, we're doing a scavenger hunt. And we always put a new cartoon, and the new cartoon is T-shirt themed. It's so <laughs> it'll tie into this episode <laughs> by chance. And uh, hopefully next week, Brian Bierman will be uh, have returned 
from his uh, spirit quest. Yes. Uh, I, I hope the talking dog has let him know who his real soulmate is, and it's one of us. And he's going <laughs> to let us all know here on the episode next week. Mm-hmm. Listen. Yeah. Listen in. Listen Leave comments in. for Brian Bierman. So, um, I don't know, Trove, do you have anything else you want to add? Did we miss any of your favorite t-shirts? Did I leave off a, a Beatles tee or a Doors tee? Is, is there a Wolverine <laughs> I would say or my, a Superman shirt I should my oldest, My oldest t-shirt, uh, maybe you can think about what your oldest t-shirt is. Um, I saved it from when I was a kid. It's a, it's a Phillies t-shirt from Carvel on Broad Street from uh, wow. near the Methodist Hospital. Um, I save it forever. I still have it. It's a small, but um, it's probably my oldest tee. It's probably from the 80s. Wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I can't. I don't know what my oldest tea is, but I'll tell you the tea uh, I have uh, that I cherish. That uh, some other people know about this one. It's a Merry Christmas Don King shirt. It is a giveaway shirt. Mm. They gave it away to the kids at Newman and Garetti for giving away turkeys uh, with Don King uh, and his charity. Uh, in the late 90s, and uh, a bunch of our friends had some shirt excess well. shirts. <laughs> yeah, I love this shirt. We it always talk about a... Newman and Goretti, but we didn't go there. We were always just no, experiencing no. it as an outsiders, as South Philadelphians, <laughs> as outsiders to that Catholic school, to those two Catholic Well, I feel, schools. with this t-shirt, I feel like I got the best part of the experience, so like, you know, I'm not missing anything. From what the, I understand, I uh, prob- King you're, you're probably right. <laughs> uh okay i guess uh that's all there is to know about uh the legend of south Bellini and uh where our love for t-shirts came from and uh our appreciation for everybody out there who uh still buys them please check out our website at www.southfellini.com that's s-o-u-t-h-f-e-l-l-i-n-i.com for cool philly inspired merch Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at South Fellini everywhere. Tell us about your favorite T-shirt. Uh, you know, it, obviously, it doesn't have to be a South Fellini T-shirt. Uh, it's probably a band T-shirt, right? Huh? Huh? Maybe let us know in the comments. Follow along and join the conversation. We want to hear from you. Uh, look out for new episodes of the podcast every Monday. Stay safe, wash your hands, and wear a mask.